0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is
1: what you missed. Babycenter.com, they're the ones that always put out the list of the most popular baby names this year and the most popular boy names and girl names. And they also have a list of normal names that are now going extinct. Names like Nora way down. Okay. Angela, Bradley. You'd think with uh, Bradley Cooper doing so well these days that uh, Bradley would still be a popular name. Or at least it's Brad, Diana, Michelle, Amanda. See, and all great names, but now Ooh. we gotta go with Wolf Butter. <laughs> or whatever the hell you're naming your That's... horrible offspring. <laughs>
0: More amazed that that is what came to mind for you. <laughs> <laughs> when that brain of yours was trying to come up with an <laughs> interesting name very quickly Wolf Butter.
1: It, and it's very tasty too. Great, great product. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Michelle, Amanda, Diana, Bradley, Angela, Nora, Johnny, a classic oh, and John, what? way down. Mackenzie. Now, I don't even know that I've ever met anybody with this name, so I'm not surprised that it's down. Julius, outside of Caesar and Orange. Right. And <laughs> I did love an Orange Julius. Orange Julius. They were good. Are they even around anymore? I don't know. Just trying to think that. Hmm. Yeah. Have you ever met a Julius? Um,
0: a Julian. No. I don't don't know if I've met a Julius.
1: Hmm. And a Brooke tops the list. Really? Was just the 471st most popular name for girls last year, down around 200 spots from 2022. It was
0: popular at one point. You know, a few Brooks.
1: Yeah. That's a good one. And I'm telling you, there's nothing wrong with naming your kid Johnny. Or Michelle. Or mm. Amanda. Right. These are all quality names that they will carry through their life. Worked well for Mrs. Obama yeah. in the Michelle. <laughs> you never heard of uh, Wolf Butter Jones?
0: <laughs> that would have to be your new go-to
1: crazy name, Wolf, Wolf Butter. Wolf Butter. I've heard of uh, M.F. Jones. <laughs> oh, uh last night uh, I was uh, dialing through Netflix and I stumbled upon this new documentary called Man on the Run. And it's really crazy. It's this guy from Malaysia. Joe Lo is his handle. He's, uh, he's I think originally from China, but ended up in, in Malaysia. And somehow got in with the prime minister of Malaysia, who was not only the prime minister, but he was like three different positions within Malaysia seeing right. all fi- finance commissioner, prime minister, something else. And they had a, a, a Malaysian social financial account called M1MDB, uh, I think is what it was called. It was supposed to be uh, towards their health system. mm mm-hmm. But these two jokers turned it into their own personal bank account. <laughs> of course they did. And this guy ran, this Jolo dude, ran around the world uh, 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 just siphoning this, this uh, Malaysian account and throwing massive parties in Hollywood and par- uh, partying with Paris Hilton and all these other people, buying the most insane things, bought a yacht. That was uh, good to go anywhere in the world. So it could go in Alaska. It had uh, equipment that would chop through ice. It, what? It, like, it just this insane thing. You have to see it. It's just a crazy story. All the insane stuff he bought. Uh, for all sorts of women in Hollywood, he had a big crush on just a bunch of different women. And he would treat them with extravagant gifts. And it went on for some time but the big story behind it all was he was the money behind the wolf of wall street oh and uh, and him and uh leo were like really tight and close and i am sure leo does not like the fact that this documentary is out there now interesting uh and 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 the wife of the malaysian prime minister was just one of the greediest, most horrible women who ever walked. She forced the education system in Malaysia to show all the students Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> now, if you remember Wolf of Wall Street, this is not a film for children. No. <laughs> Anyhow, I haven't gotten the whole way through it. I don't know if he's now in prison or what the story is, but check it out. Man on the run. Mm. It's, it's crazy. Someone put together a uh, list of uh, horrible hygiene habits to remind us of truly how gross we all are. If you remember, it wasn't that long ago when uh, the government basically had to tell us how to use soap. (laughs) It shows we've got problems. Anyhow, things like never cleaning your phone or your keys. Yeah, you really should. That phone, especially, like, I'm guilty of this. I use it to look at recipes when I'm cooking dinner. Right. So, you know, my hands, I've got food all over them scrolling up and down the screen. So you got to... Give that a good wipe. Looking over at mine and seeing a giant fingerprint in the middle of it now. It's like, yeah. it's most of us
0: will wipe down the screen every now and then. But you ever take it out of the case and you see how much dust oh, and I dirt don't gets wanna. in oh, there? Oh, God, I throw up. I
1: <laughs> every now and then I'll scroll down my phone and I'll hit like a chunk stuck on it. I mean, what the hell is that? Um Again, uh, washing your hands in the bathroom. Don't forget to be using the soap. Not cleaning your belly button. If you got a deep any, you really got to get in there and grab right. The
0: yeah, get that lint out of there.
1: I used to hear, and I was always told that lint was actually dried up poop. <laughs> what? I don't know who told me that. <laughs> Who's somebody put into their belly button. Well, it gets through your system. It's got to go somewhere, I guess. Right. It stinks in there too. You ever <laughs> stick your finger in your uh, belly button and give her a whiff? No, it's gross. Yeah, don't do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that. Speaking of body parts, uh, give your crack a good scrub. Uh-huh. Some people assume they're just letting soap and water run down there is enough. It's not. You no. Gotta, you got to get in there. You got to dig. Yeah. Get in there with a brick. Uh. Cleaning door handles, got to do a lot more of that. I notice on our fridge, this drives Maria crazy. Because, again, if I'm cooking and I got stuff on my hands and I go to grab something out of the fridge. Right. You know, the next person that grabs the door handle on the fridge, there's some sort of something smeared on it. Mm. You got to wipe those down.
0: Adrian's noticed on our fridge, because uh, we have the uh, the ice and water on the front, mm-hmm. um, that like some, there's always a handprint <laughs> just above that. <laughs> and it's not me. I, I, I've, I've tracked my habits when it comes to this. It's not my hand, but some someone in our house has the weight
1: of the world. (laughs) (laughs) It's Coop's paw. Right. Um, Well, that should be pretty easy detective work because you just take a measurement of everybody's hands. Pretty much. And I would assume your boys still have smaller hands than you. Come and
0: stand here and you can determine who it is.
1: It's a long time to wait for that cup to fill. (laughs) It is. Never cleaning door handles, not washing your sheets and pillowcases enough. Yeah. You got to change them up more. I think people probably go a month or two sometimes, and the, I, it, I think it's like it should be at least a every two week kind of thing at least. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh yeah, and 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 replacing
0: them, right? Like, like mm. pillowcases and sheets and, and pillows as well.
1: Yeah, pillows are we're gross.
0: so slow to do that.
1: Uh, flushing with the toilet lid up. Now I will say I'm guilty of that. You should close the lid; otherwise, you're getting tiny droplets all over the place. Oh. Not replacing your toothbrush enough? You're supposed to replace it every three months, and I know I'm guilty of this. No. I only replace it when the dentist gives me a new one every six months. <laughs> yeah. And not flossing, of course. People think brushing is enough and flossing is secondary, but if you had to pick one, flossing might actually be more important.
0: Yeah, I get all that stuff jammed up in there. Get in. I get the warning. I yeah. get the talk. In fact, I've, I've done well. I've, I've trained the hygienist that I see on a normal basis, not even to ask anymore.
1: Hmm. But aren't you having the issue with the, if you don't floss, you start to get gum disease. Right. And, and it starts to raise, it. that then pushes your gums away from your, yeah, your teeth. Yeah, receding gums. Yeah, and so they do this thing where they go, I guess, across your gum line. I had this when I was at the dentist the other day, and they take numbers. And one, two, or something is like normal. Right. And then three, four, five, it's, you're starting to show issues. Yeah. I'm at 37. <laughs> so I think that's a problem. <laughs> On the average night, who's sleeping better, men or women? Take a guess and see if you're right. I would assume it's a pretty easy guess. A new poll found men are generally waking up more well rested than women are. Mm. I don't know. Not, not, I find myself lying there staring at the roof a lot. Okay. Panicking about everything. <laughs> while Maria is just in golden slumbers.
0: <laughs> I had a rough sleep, sleep last night actually. went a bed late and then woke up a couple of times. Mm. Or is one of those where, where panic that I'd missed the alarm kind of sleeps and then realize it was like 2 in the morning?
1: I I tend to go through this weird phase where I'll on the weekends, especially when I get to sleep in, I'll still wake up at like 6 a.m. or something and I'll read for a little bit and then I'll pass out again. And I guess I must go into a deep sleep because I often find I'm having the strangest dreams in that kind of second round of sleep. And they're usually some fight with Maria. <laughs> like, I got so mad Sunday morning, I woke up furious at her because I had this long-winded dream where she had found an old answering machine in a box... And was determined that we were going to use it. And she's got wires all over the place. And like, we don't even have a, f- a home line anymore. <laughs> and nobody leaves a message. What do we need this junk for?
0: <laughs> There's a lot of pent up frustration
1: oh, about David.
0: I think so. Now you deal with uh, Maria every now and then being a
1: snorer. We both do. Yes. We both? Okay. Yeah. We, we, well, yeah, me, when I was heavier, Certainly. Right. When I had the bigger gut, I was snoring a lot more. I I found since I've lost some weight that the uh the snoring has slowed down. Oh, honestly, no. We have become that couple more often than not sleep in separate bedrooms. <laughs> really? And I'm getting used to it. <laughs> I remember as a kid I had a buddy of mine who uh his parents uh had completely separate bedrooms like you know, their clothes had all been right. moved. Yeah, and, I had the same. Yeah. And uh and I never understood that. I thought, well, if you're married first of all, I thought as a younger guy, I'm like, well, if I got a woman in my bed with me, why would I not want to be sleeping? True. There? Um, but I realized as I'm aging, you know, you need a good night's sleep and if the other and I you know if I'm constantly being woken up by her snoring or fussing around, right. I would be be heading to the couch. So. Or her punching you because you're snoring. Right. So one night she just said, Look, I think we should uh Maybe even during the week, I'll just go sleep in the spare room. And at right. first, I was like, ah, I don't want this to start being our thing. But I kind of dig it now. <laughs> I say, good <"Goodnight." laughs> I can go to my room. I can turn on the TV. I can do whatever I want.
0: Yeah, some couples consider
1: separate beds, some separate houses. Well, at some point, <laughs> we're looking at that. And at the end of the day, I mean, okay, well, it's just sleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you're getting busy and then, you know, someone shuffles off right to go
0: nap well you reach a point in marriage too where you you know that you know even if you're sleeping together you're only sleeping oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's not
1: it's not there's a potential of it leading to something yeah it isn't going to happen and here's another thing with aging and marriage and something I uh, I think we figured out you know it was always kind of a a setup on like a date night or any situation that was inevitably going to lead to sex where you would uh, ha- go out and have dinner and do whatever and run around and then come home and then get busy. But I have found that getting the sex out of the way, so get an afternoon delight in you. <laughs> <laughs> then go out and have dinner, and all the weight of the, is. are we, are we oh, not, it, gosh, it's, it's over with, it's done. The anticipation. honestly, if you had a big meal, who really wants to go home and try to knock boots? Right. Mostly you're just gassy. <laughs> and that's not, that's not sexy. You're farting and burping while you're on top of her. That's no good. So, uh, yeah, just a little tip, kids. Okay. Afternoon delight. Well, then there's a good chance if you've done that, you can skip the dinner and go straight to <laughs> bed. Oh, you're anyway. kind of hungry. You've worked up a bit of an appetite. So a little loving, a shower, out to dinner, home by seven. Perfect. <laughs> There's a list of shows that were in the works to be reboots. I mean, this is all we do now. There's no new ideas. It's all just bring back the old stuff and redo them. But uh, for one reason or another, a bunch of these shows that were uh, in the pipeline got canceled. There was a reboot of Murder, She Wrote with Octavia Spencer, who's like a big-time actress. This must have been before she started winning big awards and getting big parts in movies. Um, there was a live action powder puff girls that was in the works. Okay. Remember the movie Clueless? Well, they were going to have a, a reboot of that. And, um, what else? A simple life. Remember the Paris Hilton Nicole Ritchie thing? Right. Uh, well, it was going to be redone by Kelly Osborne and Kimberly Stewart, who I believe is Rod Stewart's daughter. Gotcha. Kelly is Ozzy and Sharon Osborne's daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly quit the filming uh, of the pilot in 07 because she said it was demeaning to others. Uh, a reboot of Coach with Craig T. Nelson set 18 years after the original series. Now he has been on, uh, Young Sheldon as of recent, playing the boyfriend of Young Sheldon's grandmother. Okay. So Craig is, uh, no, no spring chicken. Right.
0: Well, these are a lot of NFL coaches or it's true. college coaches really in those ranks. Some older gentlemen do it. So maybe
1: it would fit. Uh, Charlie's Angels reboot. Angels 88. You know, uh someone was sharing the poster of Farrah Fawcett in the uh the red bathing suit that was so popular in the seventies and they were asking the question, was she the first of kind of the uh the pin up uh, you know, hottest women alive kind of things? And I she was certainly um I but I think there was women like Raquel Welch and always mm. others before her, but by far, I think she was the the most well-known. And uh, Ursula Andrus from Bond yeah, with the bikini shot, too. They just showed a whole... They had a whole string of photos of her. And, man, she was a stunningly beautiful woman.
0: Mm-hmm. Speaking of bikini shots, it's amazing that Sports Illustrated... Gone. Like, uh, the, not only the swimsuit edition, yeah. but, like, the, the magazine.
1: Yeah, it's... Uh, well, it was ha- remember when Maxim was a big deal? True. And it's gone. They're all gone. Right. You know, except for people. Right. <laughs> and National Enquirer. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: yeah, I guess, I guess a Playboy can go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, where else are you going to get your articles now?
1: They're all, yeah, I mean, everything's online now. You don't, you don't need any of that. Uh, LA Law was going to be, uh, revived with Blair Underwood. Was he in the first one? I think he was. Okay. One of them anyhow. I get all those. L.A. Law, Law and Order, I get them all confused.
0: True, right? Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for Law and Order Toronto. I think it's late late February that that premieres.
1: As long as they don't start having the actor say a, a oh. and about,
0: an about yeah, a lot of a boot, a lot of a lot of Tim's cups
1: yeah. maybe. Oh, it's like that horrible Salming story. You're on. You know, Salming was a hell of a player, eh? Eh? Well, someone had to write the a in that script because right. they're in Toronto. I
0: guess if if you were writing a southern one you'd be saying y'all all the time.
1: Perhaps. God, it's so bad. It's like a bunch of um it's like a bunch of uh, drunk uh, ex hockey players decided to write a script <laughs> and act <laughs> in their own performance. It was brutal. Uh Emma Stone big fan of Jeopardy and she would like to be on Jeopardy, but not even in the celebrity. She wants to be a, a real person on the show. Okay. She has applied to be on the show every June, but I guess because she's a Emma Stone, they just don't take her, and she's not willing to do the celebrity one. Ken Jennings says the show would take her in a heartbeat. He doesn't know why it hasn't happened, but she she loves herself in Jeopardy.
0: Interesting. Yeah, yeah, the celebrity one's tough to watch. I, I, I like watching it because I have a you know a better chance at answering a question or two when <laughs> <Right. laughs> I want to give it out there. But they always, they always give a lot of extra time for the the platforms of the quote-unquote celebrity because mm. they dig pretty deep to find them.
1: Most of those celebrity game shows are pretty weak. Match Game with Alec Baldwin, when they rebooted that, that was actually uh, quite well done. Uh, they would be uh, pretty funny. But a lot of celebrities, you see, when they've got to just talk without a script, they are boring. Right. Unless they're talking about themselves. Um, Ryan Gosling, with the Oscars being announced this morning, there's a lot of talk of Ryan Gosling. Of course, Barbie, he played Ken. And uh, they refer to him as having, Ryan Gosling having a lot of Kennergy. But when he was a kid, he was more of a G.I. Joe. He had seen Sylvester Stallone's first blood, and he loved it so much, he took a bunch of steak knives to school and started throwing them at other kids. Oh, my. But he was only in the first grade. You didn't watch the first blood. Good parenting there, Mr. and Mrs. Godwin. <laughs> he says he was uh, suspended from school, and his mom said he couldn't watch R-rated movies anymore. Well, in grade one, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty, you know, easy-leaning parent. Right. Not a lot of rules and structure in place <laughs> when Six I was. Six-year-old shouldn't be watching that. But yeah, yeah. Some things you gotta. And with the Oscars, the Razzies are out. The uh, Golden Raspberry Awards. And the worst picture is uh, could be The Exorcist, Believer, The Expandables Four, Meg Two, The Trench, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey. Now I had heard of the Winnie the Pooh movie because that's where he goes like on a killing spree uh, spree or something. And Winnie is not a good guy. And I guess Winnie the Pooh is now in the public domain, so he's showing up in all sorts of sleazy bad stuff.
0: I didn't even know they did an Expendables Four. -hmm. They They brought Megan Fox in for this one apparently.
1: Oh, was she in it?
0: Yeah. With Sly and Statham and Dolph Hmm. Lundgren in there again.
1: The worst actors are, uh, John Voigt, Jason Statham, Chris Evans, Vin Diesel, and Russell Crowe. What a fall that guy has had. Right. He was was the big, he was an A-lister. He was an Oscar winner. Yeah.
0: And Gladiator. That title always makes me giggle.
1: The Wall Street Journal says that the trick to a great marriage is to go on vacation without your significant other. Oh. Well, I like it. I uh, i have known a couple of
0: couples that do that. All the time? uh, Not all the time, but, you know, they book themselves separate vacations. And I get it if there's like a guy's trip or a girl's trip, Mm. that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, you know, listen. I don't know that it's healthy if you're both kind of going your separate ways all the time, but you are individuals, and just because you're married does not mean you have to be attached at the hip at all times, Mm -hmm. you know. Your passions and your spouse's passions don't always have to be the same thing.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, if you're taking a solo trip to hedonism, <laughs> <laughs> then <laughs> perhaps that's what you guys are into. Yeah. Or you need to have a long conversation. But, uh, but yeah, I guess they say, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, right?
1: Yeah, well, look, and there's things I like to do with my hider that I'm not going to do with my wife, so sometimes <laughs> her and I go away. What say you? <laughs> uh, a family wanted to order 20 McDonald's chicken nuggets, 20 of them, but due to a food delivery mishap, 200 McDonald's chicken
0: nuggets Great error. Yeah. Normally I'd get two. <laughs> <laughs> Go the other way. <laughs> and the wrong dipping sauce. Oh, how many dipping sauces do you get
1: for 200 nuggets? You need a tub of it. Because they're kind of dry. You really need to drench those things. Oh, for sure. I mean, they're fine. Uh Speaking of sauces and dips, it has been found that uh Frank's Red Hot is by far the most popular hot sauce.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's got a it's mild enough mm. with a bit of flavor you can put it on everything
1: yeah louisiana hot sauce which was a big favorite of mine for a long time it's uh, it's number 2 What's the difference with louisiana and nashville i don't know what
0: all these hot sauces are anymore
1: they're just yeah just levels of heat it's like tabasco sauce right i mean i don't i don't know the difference i mean i can taste i guess tabasco's a little hotter right. i think it's got more of a bite i got it christmas uh and it came from canadian tire i don't know if they're still selling it but it's this glass like Devil head, full of hot sauce. Oh, and the thing is actually scary. Like if you stick it in the fridge and someone opens the door in the middle of the night, they're gonna get a they're gonna get a fright. And it's a big head full of this hot sauce. Actually, there's fights in my home when we finish the hot sauce. Who who gets the the last jar? Oh, Daniel wants it to. I don't know do what with, but uh, the hot sauce in this thing has got quite the kick. Interesting, and it's from your Canadian Tire. So. And tires and hot sauce. That's right. Actually, I will say this about Canadian Tire. At Christmas time, it is my go-to when I have to do the Secret Santa. Because ah. there's everything there. And
0: you can find a lot.
1: You can find a lot. of. You just local. go
0: through those bins of whatever's yeah. on sale.
1: Yeah. Uh And this is good news for now, I guess. A new study found out um that uh we may not lose our jobs to AI anytime soon. But, yes, down the line, probably.
0: Yeah, it really depends on the industry
1: yeah oh listen, like this one we're in if we're not all robots in the next twenty years, I'll be shocked. <laughs> it's I mean some would
0: say our jokes are already written by y- them.
1: yeah, yeah, a lot of them probably are, we don't even know it but i i uh I mean, this industry, if anybody comes to me now and says, hey, you want to, my kid's interested in radio, I say, run, run the other way, <laughs> run away, because, and it's still a great business if you can be in it, and right. there's so few jobs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. your chances of success are so slim.
0: Much like AI technology has a limited of the possibilities. It makes it easier for many, but usually it's easier for the bottom line.
1: Yeah. No, it's it's a tough gig. It's like journalism, right? I mean, uh, it, it's a great and noble career, and one that you can help uh, a lot of people by uncovering a lot of things. But it's all just being written by robots. Well, look at the news
0: this week. Sports Illustrated yeah. gone. Yeah, I mean that that was a massive institution mm-hmm. of, of of sports reporting. Some of the best writers. Yep. Of course there's that old swimsuit edition.
1: That was, yeah, that was that fun. did alright. I, 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 what was that? I don't know, I never saw that. You never saw no, that? No, no, no. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky.
0: Lucky. 94.9, The Rock.